The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome back to the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Van Fieren, and I've got an exciting revelation to share with you. So I'm going to jump into a word of prayer, and uh, we're going to just dive into this awesome, awesome piece of revelation that's going to be a blessing to you because it was a blessing to me. And uh, anyone who has ears to hear, praise God, let him hear. Father, Lord, I always thank you for sending Jesus. I always thank you for what Jesus has done for us. But, you know, Lord, because you've been such a massive blessing to me, and, uh, Lord, I would ask you, you know, that I would ask you to reveal more of what Jesus has done for us. And, Lord, you have. And I thank you for that, Lord. And, Lord, I thank you that I can be a blessing with your people tonight. And, uh, Lord, I, I just I bless you. I thank you. I thank you so much. Thank you for everything Jesus has done for us. And, Lord, use me. Use me tonight as I share this revelation to get this word to your people. Lord, you are so awesome, and I thank you so very much in Jesus' mighty name. Okay, so this um, this episode is on divine healing, and, uh, you know, healing, divine healing exists. I know some people don't believe that, and I'm going to be honest with you, those that don't believe it will never experience it. You know, but those who believe it, you're one step closer to receiving your healing. And uh, listen, healing is in the Bible. That's why healing is real. And I can I can personally testify. And you've must you must have heard my testimony by now. What I went through and how I received my healing. And you know, when I pressed in for my healing, right in the beginning, I knew nothing about divine healing. And I remember. You know, back in the day, this was in uh, 2016, and I was getting dizzy, and oh man, I knew the doctors could not help me because the doctors could not even um, identify the problem, you know, so how can they help me if they don't even know what the problem is, and uh, the doctors, they got this thing called a process of elimination, and uh, many of you might be familiar with that. And they were going through different things to try and find out what the problem is. And uh, you know the story. And I prayed it out and the Lord told me it's my eyes. And I need to trust him for healing. And just that alone took so much pressure off me. And uh, God, honestly, he gets the glory for that. And I, I thank him. I thank him for that. And, you know, from that moment forward, I started digging into the word of God and uh I know of people that need healing and they don't search the word. They don't separate themselves and dig into the word of God. And uh, they do it very uh, half-heartedly. And because of their nonchalant attitude, like nothing happens. And it's not God's fault. It really isn't. And uh, like I like to say this, if I could do it, anyone else can do it. I knew nothing about divine healing. Uh, there was no one that was, you know, in my vicinity, in my circles that could help me. 
this this was in 2016, and uh, this is before our ministry started. Um, yes, we knew we knew a lot, but we didn't know what we know now. And uh, I started digging into the Word, and I I remember right in the beginning I knew that the only way I was going to get my healing is through Jesus, and uh, I just went for it. You know, I started studying out scriptures, and I started listening to different healing teachings, you know, and I started reading books on divine healing, and uh, I would get this uh, monthly magazine from this overseas ministry, and I would look for healing testimonies, I would look for healing articles, anything pertaining to healing, and I searched it, and I researched it, and researched it, and I finally received my healing. But this revelation that I would like to share with you today it's actually in, in the evening when I'm recording this. It's about, uh, it's almost quarter to 11 in the evening. And uh, today I was spending time in the Word. And I've been reading this very, very old familiar scripture that I stood on originally when I was going for my healing for my eyes. And that is First uh, Peter 2.24. And the Lord just started opening that scripture up for me. And I got so excited and uh, I was sharing this revelation with family members and uh, both Marius and Trevor separately. They both said, hey, you've got to do a podcast on this, you know, and uh, I wanted to do a podcast, you know, while I'm under that anointing. And uh, here we are. Praise God. It's late and uh, I usually go to bed 11 and uh, I said, no, man, I'm going to do this. Got my hot lemon water here. Praise God. Got my Bible. And uh, something I just want to share before I get into that scripture is uh, this, what I, I shared with one of our partners with his ministry. You know, I told her, I said, you know, you got to you got to be comfortable with reading the same scripture a few hundred times. You know, you got to accept that. And uh, this particular scripture that I, I stood on uh, for my healing back in the day, um, that scripture, I cannot even tell you how many times I read that scripture and read it and read it and read it. And uh, there are people out there that think that, hey, if they can read it like five times, they got it. Uh, no, you, you don't have it. You do not have it. You know, um, this, I promise you this, the more you spend time going over um, whatever scripture you're standing on, the more and more you're going to see into it. And the more the Lord's going to teach you on it. And uh, you will never get everything out of a single scripture. Never. Because God's words are eternal. Because Jesus is the word and Jesus is eternal. So uh, praise God. Um, this scripture, First Peter 2.24, it's a scripture that I went over so many times. And uh, I remember sharing the story where before my healing manifested and I was studying out healing and I was getting in on the scripture and I was just reading it and reading it and reading it and uh, uh, we had a maid and she was she came over that day and uh, she was you know working in the kitchen and uh, I got up to go to the bathroom and uh, as I was about to enter the bathroom she ran into the bathroom and I was like okay I'll wait for you to finish and then when I wanted to go into the kitchen she ran into the kitchen and cut a long story short um, I just locked myself up in the room <laughs> and that one scripture I read 300 times that day and well you know I couldn't go anywhere else in the house uh, because every place seemed to be occupied and uh, over that time I, I don't know how many times I've read it all together but it's a familiar scripture 
And it's a scripture that I believe you definitely heard. And uh, I'm going to be reading it from my King James. It says, who is own? So this is talking about Jesus, by the way. And uh, I just want to address something. Um, some people think that healing, divine healing passed away. <laughs> and uh, I always say this, you know, all you got to do is actually read your Bible. Don't read your Bible with your own thoughts and your own interpretation. Read the Bible with an open heart, you know. And uh, I'm going to say this, there, there are churches that don't preach healing. And in those churches, they don't experience healing. But healing is for everyone. Do you know there's even healing for the sinner? Well, there had to be. I mean, it, when Jesus was in his earthly ministry, no one was born again yet. And yet Jesus was laying hands on everyone. Everyone was receiving their healing. So, of course, there's healing for the sinner. God loves everyone. But uh, listen to this. It says, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes he were healed. I'm going to read that again. This man, there is revelation in here that I want to share with you. Uh, listen to this. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes he were healed. Uh, listen, that's past tense, by the way. He were healed. So uh, this is a scripture that I used to feed on and feed on and feed on and feed on and feed on. And uh, I spent hours feeding on this verse of scripture. And uh, hey, I got my payday. Praise God. And for the last few days, I got back into this verse of scripture and the Lord has opened it up even more for me. So I'm going to read this slowly and break it down for you because I want you to see what I saw. So it says, talking about Jesus, it says, Jesus, who his own self, bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes he were healed. So um, straight off the bat, you know, everyone would refer to this as a healing scripture. You know, it says, by his stripes he were healed. And uh, I, I don't disagree with them. But that is not the full truth. It's actually, first and foremost, a love scripture. Because this is what Jesus was sent to do. He was sent to take away our sin. That was Jesus' primary calling. He was God's sacrifice. Listen to this. Uh, I'm just going to jump to First Peter uh, chapter 1, verse 19 and 20. It says, But with the precious blood of Christ... As of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Jesus was God's sacrifice. Okay? Jesus took away our sin. That was that was part of his calling. Okay, so it's it's a big deal. And uh, in this verse of scripture, it talks about him taking our sin, and then it mentions by his stripes he were healed. So it's a love scripture first, or should I say primarily it's a love scripture, and secondary, it's a healing scripture. Now, do you know that there is a direct connection between sin and sickness and disease? Did you know that? There is a direct connection between sin and sickness and disease. So this is... A scripture. This is one witness, 
And uh, if you look in the book of Luke, it, uh, Luke chapter 5, you can read from verse 17 to 26. And it talks about, and you all know the story, um, there was a group of guys, they brought their friend to Jesus. And they knew that they knew that they knew that if anyone can get their friend healed, it is Jesus. And their friend was lame. And uh, Jesus was preaching in this house. They could not get close to him. And what they did is they broke the roof open and they lowered their friend down on his bed. And the Bible actually uses this term. It says, and Jesus saw their faith. Now, you can imagine the scene. It was a crowded house. Jesus standing up there preaching. The Pharisees were there. And here's this sick man or lame man being lowered down from the roof. And uh, Jesus sees their faith. And I want to read exactly what Jesus first said to this guy. So verse 20, uh, listen to this. And when he, Jesus, saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Now, keep that in mind. He mentions the sin first. He says, hey, your sins are taken care of. You're forgiven. And then, you know, the Pharisees and the scribes, they, they're always causing the fuss. You know, they, they're supposed to know the law and all this. But, you know, they, their hearts were very far away from God. You know, and uh, they were murmuring and Jesus is dealing with them. And so this man that's sick of the palsy, he's laying there. And he's thinking about this. Hey, my sins are forgiven. My sins are forgiven. Jesus puts the Pharisees in their place and he turns around, looks at him again, and he says, I say unto thee, arise and take up thy couch and go into thine house. And immediately he rose up before them and took up that whereon he lay and departed to his own house, glorifying God. So do you see that Jesus first and foremost addressed the sin issue? And then he said, you are healed. Now, that lines up with 1 Peter 2.24, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes he were healed. Do you see how sin is the issue? Or should I say sin was the issue? So, basically, what happened in the Garden of Eden? Now, I'm going to paint you a picture. In the beginning... Now, we're talking about the Almighty God. We, and you know what the Bible uh, says about Him? The Bible calls Him a Father. The Bible calls Him love Himself. The Bible refers to Him as light. And it says, in Him is no darkness at all. The Bible calls Him life. Now, this being, this magnificent being, He creates two human beings, Adam and Eve, or should I say Ish and Isha, that was their original names. God creates these two, and you got to just keep that in mind. You know, the Jews refer to God as the blessed one, and God, who is love himself, creates two beings and blesses them. Okay, now that, that right there is super powerful. Not just powerful, super powerful. And uh, you can just imagine, like love created these two beings, and there was nothing wrong with them. You know, uh, in the Western world, I mean, people, uh, they, they mix the curse and the blessing. And they say, you know, that some bad things was actually a blessing in disguise. But, you know, that's something that I love about the Jews. They don't mix that stuff up. Good things 
equals the blessing. Bad things equals the curse. End of story. You know, every good thing, the Bible says every good gift comes from God. He just created these two and he blessed them. They were in absolute perfect health. They were, man, they were so blessed. The glory covered their naked bodies. They are absolutely flawless. They, there's nothing wrong with them. Okay? And you know what happens. Uh, the Bible says that Eve was deceived. And uh, the Bible also says that Adam wasn't. You know, uh, Eve led him down the very wrong path. and uh, But they, they were still divine partners. But um, what happened, the Bible says death came into the world by sin. Now, you know, when people hear that term death, that word death, they just think, you know, when someone just drops over dead and he's lifeless. No, if you study that out, the curse came into the earth. The curse. Because Adam and Eve, even though, you know, when they sinned, the curse was released into the earth. And they didn't drop over and die right there. They lived for a good couple of hundred years, you know. And uh, so the curse was released in the earth. Every sickness and every disease comes from the curse. And where does the curse come from? The curse comes from sin. So you can see how sickness and disease came into the earth. It came when Adam and Eve sinned. Now, that is very big because, you know, if you, if you are seeing this picture that I'm painting... You know, if you really receive it with your understanding, it's going to be a lot easier for you to receive your healing. Now, um, you know, the Bible calls Jesus the second and last Adam. Why? Because Jesus reversed everything. And, you know, um, a lot of people want to do some bodily harm to Adam and Eve. They're very upset with what they did because, you know, the world is in a mess and is going to hell in a handbasket. And uh, they're thinking, man, but, but Jesus actually reversed everything. That's why he's referred to as the second and last Adam. He pulled the plug on sin. That's what the Bible says. And I'm going to read it again. Listen to this. It says, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. That we've been dead to sins. Listen to that. We are dead to sin. We are dead to sin. You know, we don't go around saying, mm, you know, I wish Jesus, I wish Jesus took my sin. I don't, I don't hear Christians talk like that. They don't, man, like everyone knows what Jesus has done for us. Jesus was God's sacrifice. Jesus stood in our place. Jesus took our sin. He took our sin. <laughs> oh, praise God, man. That This should be exciting for you. He took our sin. And you know what that means? If you take sin out the equation, sickness and disease has to get out of the equation. You know, uh, you cannot be cursed with sickness and disease if Jesus took your sin. Now, I know Jesus took our sin. I know this. I do not question what the Bible says. Jesus, actually, man, he took our sin. Why are Christians putting up with sickness and disease if Jesus took the sin away from us? 
He took it away from us. Why are we putting up with sickness and disease? Listen, that sickness and disease does not belong to us. We should not be accepting it. You know, a lot of people think, oh, okay, well, I've got to get into word first and I've got to, I've got to make sure my heart is clean. And, you know, they, they got this whole song and dance about it. But whether you're in the word or not, you know, you should not be accepting sickness and disease on any level. Now, um, I was this morning, I was preaching this to myself and I was, I was excited about it, man. I saw it. Why are we taking something that Jesus paid for? Jesus stopped the sin, which means the curse has to get out of our lives, praise God. It has no right to be here. And I was preaching this to myself, and that's what us ministers do. We, we feed on, on the word excessively, minister this back to ourselves, get the Lord involved, and the Lord just opens up more and more of this to us. He gives us a revelation and insight and understanding, and, and this is what the Lord gave me today. And this example, I know you're going to get. You guys are a smart crowd. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, listen to this and really receive this. Receive this right now. Um, say you got a loan and you defaulted on the loan and you cannot seem to pay this creditor up. You know, there's no place in your finances and th- this creditor really gets nasty with you. And they start sending you letters and letters and they threaten you with legal action. You know what happens when they start sending letters and when the letter becomes read, when you know when they send a final notice and that paper is read, you know things just got real, <laughs> okay? And uh, and trust me, that's not a time to say praise God. No, uh-uh. um, when they send a red letter and they say final notice, and uh, you know they say contact us and you know pay fifty percent at least and what what what, um, you know things just got real. So. If in a situation like that, if someone had to come along, if a family member that you love and you trust had to come along and they contact this creditor on your behalf and they settle the debt, they settle the debt. Now, remember, in the beginning, when you were getting these letters, man, you were scared to answer answer the phone. You were scared to check your mailbox. You were scared. You were shaking in their boots. And uh, a family member comes along, pays up that debt in full gets the, the settlement amount, uh, pays it up, uh, sends them proof of payment, you know. But if they had to keep on sending you letters after that, something's going to happen with you. You're going to get bold. When that phone rings, you're going to grab it so fast and you're going to be bold over the phone and you're going to start shouting. You're going to get wild on them, man. You're going to demand to speak to the manager and you're going to give them attitude. And you, you're going to start threatening them. And you're going to say, hey, if you don't stop bugging me, I'm going to take you to court. This debt was paid up. You guys got the proof. I got the proof. What's the problem? Now, this is exactly what happened. This is exactly what happened. Jesus paid our bill. Oh, praise God, man. That sickness and disease does not belong to us anymore. Now, like Marius always says, return to sender. You know, quoting some elders there. You've got to return that to, to the sender. Sickness and disease does not belong to you on any level. You are free from it in the name of Jesus. So stop putting up with it. Stop speaking it. Stop thinking about it. 
and start taking your healing because by his stripes he were healed because Jesus took our sin. He took our sin. The Bible says we are dead to sin. We are dead to sin. And we live unto righteousness. Why do you think the, the water baptism is so important? You die with Christ and you're raised with him again. We are dead to sin. Sickness and disease does not belong to us. Praise God. Man, this man, I'm seeing so much more into this. And you know what? You've got to be bold like a lion. Jesus paid the bill. Start running to uh, the problem and kicking it out your door. You've got to do that. You are free. And, you know, uh, for the Christians that put up with it, man, they don't know that the bill is paid. They're still hiding, you know, when, when the phone call comes in. They, they're running from it. They're getting nervous. They're getting scared. Jesus paid the bill. You cannot be threatened with sickness and disease anymore. It doesn't belong to you. And, you know, when you get bold and you see what Jesus did, and that's why uh, people, please, 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 by the sound of my voice, listen to this. You've got to feed on what Jesus did for you. Go to 1 Peter 2.24. Feed on it. Feed on it. Feed on it. See that Jesus took your sin. Don't just take my word for it. Open your Bible. Go through the scriptures that are quoted tonight. Get that boldness in you. You know, sickness and disease needs to start running away from you. And in closing, I just want to say this. Be a blessing to others. You know, like the Bible says in Second uh, Timothy chapter four, verse two, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season. Like teach others about this. Tell them that they're free. They are free. How can healing be done away with when Jesus took our sin and He healed us by His stripes? We are healed. Man, this is good news. This is good news. You are free right now. Praise God. I know you got something out of this. And God gets the glory. Oh, Jesus, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being such a blessing to each and every one of us. Thank you for taking our sin away from us. Thank you for pulling the plug on sin. Thank you for pulling the plug on that curse. Thank you that we are free from the curse. Thank you, Lord, that you connected us to the blessing. And uh, Jesus, just help people see the truth. Lord, I bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. 
If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.